Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hi, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, host of the new House of Works Now podcast. Every week, I'll be bringing you three stories from our team about the weird and wondrous developments we've seen in science, technology, and culture. Fresh episodes will be out every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, and everywhere else that fine podcasts are found. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, it's Christian Sager here. Imagine you're on the streets of Manhattan on April 27th, 2009. All of a sudden, Air Force One flies overhead, lower to the ground than a plane should be, and an F-16 fighter jet is chasing it. Your first thought probably isn't, oh, Harrison Ford is making a sequel to his classic 1997 action film, Air Force One. No, it's probably more like, oh, my God, New York is under attack. And then you evacuate your building. Well, it turns out this actually happened. It was because the White House wanted to capture new souvenir photos of the president's airplane flying over the Statue of Liberty. The incident was blamed on miscommunication between the White House and New York City Hall. But regardless of who is at fault, Let me throw this fact at you. It costs $50 per 
second to operate Air Force One. That's over $180,000 per hour. That's the cost for your plane to be considered a major symbol of technological prestige. Yeah, and we were using it for a tourist photo op. Technically, Air Force One isn't even a single plane. It's actually the radio call name for any plane carrying the President of the United States. For instance, when Gerald Ford was sworn in as president, the plane carrying Richard Nixon home was redesignated mid-flight to SAM-27000 because there was no longer an acting president on board. But for the most part, we've come to understand Air Force One as one of two Boeing 747s that the president frequently travels in. While presidents like Franklin Roosevelt and Harry Truman had official presidential air transport, it was John F. Kennedy who first requested a flying White House. And his first lady, Jacqueline Kennedy, even oversaw its blue and white interior design. The twin 707s that Kennedy commissioned served the office of the president until 1990, when the Air Force replaced them with the pair of 747-200Bs used today. Now, even though the New York flyover incident in 2009 was annoying, it's not the first time the aircraft has been used for public relations. Presidents often use the vehicle to impress other politicians. They even used to have official Air Force One playing cards and candy to give to visitors. But despite how much they like to show it off, many parts of the plane are off-limits to visitors. For obvious reasons, the Air Force doesn't want to reveal too much about the craft's layout. Here's what we do know, though. Like other 747s, Air Force One has three levels, but it is equipped to act as a traveling office for the president, their staff, family, and the White House press corps. Its interior has four thousand square feet of floor space. That's a thousand two hundred and nineteen meters. And the lowest level is used for cargo space, while the top level is mostly comprised of the plane's advanced communications equipment. The middle level is where the passengers ride. This includes the president's living quarters and office, as well as an exercise room. There's also a conference room that doubles as a dining room, the cockpit, a medical suite with an extensive pharmacy, office areas, quarters for staff, the press area, and two galleys. These hold as many as 2,000 meals and are capable of feeding up to 100 people at a time, which is perfect since the plane can carry up to 70 passengers and 26 crew members. And let me tell you, the President's ride is pimped out more than anything exhibits ever worked on. It has four General Electric CF680C2B1 jet engines that give it a top speed between 630 and 700 miles per hour. With a full tank of 53,611 gallons of fuel, this means Air Force One can fly halfway around the world without even gassing up. Now, unlike other 747s, this one has retractable stairways and its own baggage loader, so it doesn't even require airport facilities. The technology on the top level is also pretty amazing. Air Force One has numerous onboard telephones, radios, televisions, computer connections, and fax machines. And you can bet the Wi-Fi is better than your last commercial flight, too. All these electronics add up to 238 miles of wiring that are shielded well enough to protect them from an electromagnetic pulse attack. Beyond that, the plane's advanced avionics and defenses are classified, but it's definitely designed to withstand an air assault, jam enemy radar, and eject flares to confuse heat-seeking missiles. Maybe it even has awesome turrets like the Millennium Falcon. 
Probably not. But could the Millennium Falcon refuel mid-flight? Air Force One can do that. In fact, it can stay in the air indefinitely as long as other planes keep bringing thousands of gallons of jet fuel to feed it. And Air Force One isn't the only aircraft to accompany the president. Two C-5 Galaxy planes tag along as well, carrying limousines, secret service agents, and a special ambulance. Also, an advanced C-141 Starlifter cargo carrier flies ahead of the president to deliver his or her motorcade. All of these vehicles are maintained by the presidential airlift group, which classifies every flight as a military mission. All crew members are military personnel operating with high security. Even those who prepare meals aboard Air Force One have to purchase the food undercover from random locations. As awesome as these planes are, the current 747 serving the White House have been in operation since 1990, and it's about time for an upgrade. Maintaining the current vehicles is expensive because commercial airlines have already retired their 747-200 fleets. So, the Air Force is planning on getting three new aircraft delivered for 2017, 2019, and 2021. After a chance to bid for contract, Boeing is once again the company commissioned to build the new planes and are considering either a 747-8 or a 787 as models for the design. To keep up its reputation as a flying base for one of the most powerful people in the world, Boeing better come up with something pretty swank for POTUS to ride around in. Maybe it'll get laser turrets. Check out the BrainStuff channel on YouTube. And for more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.